0: Well, last Sunday afternoon, I went to the airport and I flew down to Birmingham, Alabama. And there I was picked up uh, by some people and taken quickly to Irondale, about 10 minutes away. It's the headquarters of the Eternal Word Television Network, also known as EWTN. So if you've ever channel surfed, if you've seen a channel that has the Pope celebrating Mass or a nun talking or another... Uh, Catholic show, that probably is the channel that you saw. EWTN provides a great service, I think, especially for the elderly, for the homebound. They're able to watch Mass and uh, really feel part of their Catholic faith still. And so I flew down to do two different episodes that have aired this past week now, and as I got there, I went to the house where they were having me stay, and And then the next morning, I was walking the grounds on my way to their morning Mass. And as I walked around to the chapel where Mass was going to be celebrated, I noticed that right across the way was a grotto, a grotto of Mary and some other saints, but also tucked away at the top of the grotto was a statue of St. Michael. I went to mass and mass was done, and the priest-celebrant, he took me to the place where I was going to eat breakfast. We went out a different door, but we went through St. Michael's uh, hall. So they have a little hall there, and basically, if you come late to mass, you go in the hall and watch a live feed, because they don't want people disrupting uh, the television feed by going into the chapel. And so at the back of this hall then are confessionals and a large statue of St. Michael. Tuesday morning before I left, I did my radio show that I normally uh, help with on Tuesday mornings, not remotely this time, but I did it from the studio there. And as I went into the studio with one of the co-hosts, well, I saw another statue of St. Michael. I became quite aware that there was a great devotion to St. Michael on this property and there at EWTN, and I was reminded probably of why that is. In the biography or autobiography of Mother Angelica, the nun who founded EWTN, she recounted a story. So, of course, she founds this television network, but that wasn't enough. She wanted to do even greater things for God, and so she uh, wanted to launch this radio network then and to have a shortwave radio station. She brought in some specialists to help her to buy the antenna and to begin broadcasting on radio. And as they came in, they said, Mother, you need to find a parcel of land that is low and flat, and that's where you're going to build the antenna. And Mother said, No, I don't want to do that. I want to build up there they said, no, no, Mother, you don't understand. You can't put an antenna on top of a mountain. You have to put it on low ground. Another Angelica said, I don't care what you say. We're going to put it up there because I see the archangel St. Michael. So she had this vision of St. Michael, and as it's been recounted to me, she had other experiences where she would see the angel St. Michael. She had this vision. And as uh, they put the antenna up there on the top of the mountain where she was told she should not, people have come and they've studied it. They say, there's no reason you should be broadcasting. The BBC came, other people. They they find it as a marvel of modern telecommunications. And Mother said to them, well, it's divine providence. That's where God wanted that tower. Mother Angelica isn't the only individual who had a vision of St. Michael in her life, there was one of the Holy Fathers, Pope Leo Thirteenth. He reigned uh, in the later 1800s and the early 1900s. And Pope Leo Thirteenth, one day after he was done celebrating Mass in his chapel, he had a vision. It was a vision of heaven and hell. He saw Jesus and the devil and St. Michael and the war that was breaking out between heaven and earth. And Pope Leo XIII was really shaken in his boots after that vision that he had and what he heard in the conversation between the Lord and the evil one. And so he went to his chapel and he wrote a prayer to St. Michael, the same prayer that we still pray today. Today in our gospel, Jesus says that he will send out his angels before the Son of Man returns in glory. In our first reading from the book of the prophet Daniel, we heard of St. Michael, the guardian of the people, as he was referred to in that reading. There is a war between good and evil that happens, and as I thought about Mother Angelica and St. Michael, I asked myself, well, why is it that she would see St. Michael atop that mountain? I wondered if maybe it was because of the television station, the radio, that they were going to bring about good work, that they were going to proclaim the gospel. It was going to spread all over, and that those who would hear it would be converted, that some who left the seminary returned to the seminary and became clergy because of EWTN. So I thought maybe that's why she saw St. Michael There is this invisible battle between good and evil, and maybe we don't see it, but we do see the manifestation of evil in the world. Maybe today we need to ask the Lord Jesus to send down his angels to us, to send Saint Michael, so that he might destroy the spirit of war, so that there might be a spirit of peace, to destroy the spirit of division, so that there might be a spirit of unity, to get rid of the spirit of hatred, so that there might be the spirit of love, to eradicate the spirit of lust, so that there might be a spirit of purity, to get rid of the spirit of pride, so that there might be the spirit of humility. In our own lives, maybe we sense this battle between good and evil that happens, And maybe it's good for us to call upon the angels, to call upon St. Michael, to invite them into our lives and our homes, into our country, our world, and the church, asking them to guard us and to protect us until we are able to glorify with them and see the face of God and sing the songs of praises that that choir of angels sings in heaven.